That was a terrible intro, wasn't it? Hello, welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. Um, the intro, I think, is a sample from ABC by the Jackson 5, but it is in the context of OPP by Naughty by Nature. If you want a bit of old school hip hop, go and find the video on YouTube. It's so good. It leads into what the topic is today. But let's talk about what's actually going on today. It is Friday and um, lots been going on in Le Village. Somebody is having a fire and they've let us know. It's nice to let us know, but I mean, it, it all depends. You know, bonfire, campfire, um, burning a load of plastic fire. We will find out between 6 and 7 p.m. Also, it's a very specific time. I shall only be having a fire for one hour. So I'll be checking one minute past seven, make sure it's not still ablaze. There was our village vote. Half the village turned out, or 48.9%. I mean, that's that's good going, isn't it? So it was all about, do we include the village plan in some big kahuna developer plan, which is gonna, I think, add a quarter more houses to the village. So it's a big deal. And loads and loads of people turned out and they all said, yes, please, please involve our village plan in that, which will be good because it will mean that maybe we'll get a bit more green space. So happy day for the village. Local reporters there waving. Hello, everybody. I'm writing a story on the landslide victory. Please tell me if you want to be interviewed. OK, uh, come to the pub that's not in the village. Come to the pub that is in the village. Here are some free toys on my driveway. Come help yourself. That's nice. Uh, they look good as well. Mm, see, sweet. Good to have um, small children if you live around here because there's lots of things what are free. And there's some accidents on the A34. And the local office is looking for a cleaner. There you are. Oh, Six Nations, come to the pub. Uh, pub, 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 pub. There you are. What else has been going on today? Well, there has been a post on LinkedIn, and I thought I'd mention this because it's it's an interesting one. It's, it's created a lot of um, comment that's come up in my feed. So um, one of the execs at the co-op has taken uh, a career break, taking unpaid leave, not career break, taking three or four months unpaid to support their children through their GCSEs and A-levels. And I have seen an awful lot of people going, oh, my God, it's amazing. Hashtag family first. Well, this person is paid £1.4 million. I think take home pay was £1.4 million. pounds. And let's be honest, if we were getting paid £1.4 million a year, take home a year, uh, well, you could take the rest of your life off. It's, you know, this is not normal. So whilst happy days for that family, for most families who are all dealing with stressed teenagers, um, everybody's got kids that have found it hard or weird or difficult over the course of the last two years. So I don't think, and it's all in the reporting, I know that, but I don't think we need to have a oh, wow, look at this amazing woman who is putting her hashtag family first. Um, I did instantly ask my teenage daughter, who's going to sit her GCSE shortly, 
I said, what would you think if I took some time out to help you, <laughs> help you with your GCSE? Said, what? Uh, and go broke. Are you mental? So no, she is not in support of that. And I do hope this woman's teenagers get great results and that they're not mortified that it's been put on national news that their mum is taking time out to help them with their exams. So that was that. What else is going on? Well, we're going to go to Reasons to be Cheerful Part 1, which, um, I don't know, buy it on uh, Amazon if you want, or don't buy it. Send me 4p instead, because that's how much I made of it in the last month. Um, this is a piece called OPP. Oh, you down with OPP. Despite a career in tech, I'm still a laggard when it comes to all things computing. It wasn't until 2011 that I joined Facebook and predictably it's now one of my favourite things for keeping in touch with friends and family. Scratch that, it's probably one of my favourite things for keeping in touch with everyone apart from a good face-to-face -face chat, preferably with wine involved. And there's plenty of that on social media. By five o'clock on a Friday, most statuses that I see involve people having or wishing to have a drink. I'll be checking at five o'clock today because there will be a load of that. Friday! Uh, I knew on joining Facebook there would be friends that post their every waking moment, those that dip in and out and those that are rarely there. They might not be there at the same time or for the same reason, but the thing that they do is post photos, endless photos, photos of birthdays, holidays, we went to the park days. They document christenings, Christmas, Christ, I was a drunk mess. The ability to share so much of your life with so many people without looking like a crazy lady showing off the family album at a bus stop is a most tantalising thing. And that is a big change we went through. I remember when the kids were born, you could get these boasting books. So a little A5 book of photographs of your children. Um, and my mum did show one of my friends once at a bus stop. They're like, oh, we saw your mum. She showed us these pictures. <laughs> and I remember being really embarrassed. Um, so that's weird. But it's not weird to put thousands of photos for everyone to see. 64 photos of your holiday. Thank you very much. Um... And this talks really just about Facebook, this piece. But, you know, since then we've had Instagram, which uh, most kids, they're on there privately. They're privs accounts or they're on there just to observe because everything else is done through Snapchat or TikTok or wherever they think their parents won't see. Uh, what I hadn't anticipated was to be on Facebook. You have to be OK with other people's pets, OPP. The amount of pet-based posting that goes on initially stunned me. There's reams of it, streams of it, pages and pages dedicated to it. There isn't a moment when my timeline doesn't have a photo or a comment about someone's puppy or kitten. Yeah, and that's me now. This was like pre-getting the dogs. So, of course, if you went to check out my socials, you'd find some dog stuff on that. I mean, dog stuff, not dog poo. Pictures of my dogs. Um, some friends' profile pictures have morphed into pictures of their pets, and in one instance, my friend's pet has her own page and 31 friends. Now, you could tell this is back in the day before Instagram was big, because one of the accounts I follow, my, my friend's account, she's got Zephyr the Whippet, who's the most beautiful, beautiful dog. Um, probably got about, I don't know, 500 followers. Um, if ever proof were needed that the British are soft about animals, this is a case in point. We had come to the conclusion that we would be pet free after being scarred by the experience of a cat that made regular and vigorous dirty protests after our children were born. Our village has more puppies than pushchairs, so whether I am at the school gate or online, I'm never more than a minute away from a loopy Labrador 
or a charming King Charles. Ha! This is funny. Um, but we resolve to stay firm. Our house is not ready for a pup that will eat its way through our furniture. Well, how times have changed. Yeah, we, uh, well, did a big extension to the house and then got a dog who promptly wrecked it, chewed all the skirting boards, uh, scratched all the flooring, um, ruined the bottom of the sofa, killed a couple of rugs, and then we did it again. We got another dog. Uh, right, what does it say? We've caved in a little bit because children don't forget when you make them a promise years before that you will bring something small and fluffy into the house for them to love. So our corner, ah, I forgot, oh my God, I forgot about these pets that we had. So now a corner of our garden is given over to four very funny, slightly naughty, fabulous egg producing hens. Within the space of two hours, I had gone from meh to mine and posted their picture on Facebook. As unimportant as it no doubt is, there are times when it feels vital to observe an animal to improve the quality of your day. I hope I can now return the favour to my friends who have lifted my spirits with pictures of their furry-faced companions. Um, yeah, we did. We had these four chickens and uh, they're great because they would chat. You kind of go, boop, 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 like they've got miniature trumpets. Um, but the thing is with chickens, they don't, well... Our chickens did not last very long. Um, they caught, a, they got a virus, or two of them got a virus. One of them got fly strike, which was the most terrible thing ever, and involved us having to call on a local woman we know, who was able to euthanize the chicken for us, which we thought was going to happen out, um, outside of the kids' line of vision. But our daughter, <laughs> oh dear, our daughter saw the lady arrive, um, yeah, and then saw that the chicken was gone. So um, when the chickens went, we didn't replace them because then we built our extension and threw the dog into the mix to really wreck the place. But got to say, um, wouldn't be without them. I mean, dog is love. And the thing that we have found since getting the dogs is that people say, in this house at least, I love you so much more. They say it to the dogs, I mean, not each other. So, um, yeah, here's to our furry friends. So what do I wish for you? I wish for you the opportunity to stroke a cat or pet a dog or toot. <laughs> A toot a chicken, um, or to at least come across a photo of an animal that makes you go, oh, I hope you have a fantastic Friday and I will be back with you tomorrow.